as a son of the Most High God, I get to walk as a participant in the increase of his kingdom. This is the Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love. When his love leads, a remarkable story follows. You're listening to episode 15, Joe's Story, Daily Desperate Dependence, Part 2. What brought me to sonship was certainly someone speaking the truth, but I'd heard some good teaching on, on, on sonship, but no one highlighted highlighted it like my spiritual mentor did in 1996 on when, it, when I began to realize, wow, I'm a son of the Most High God. I needed to be, to, to really understand that, I needed to be in, in a desperate state. So in 1992, when I have what I call the the four four mountains that that hit in my life: uh, emotional divorce, uh, being um, uh, ineffective, and even a failure in my role at work. Um, um, raising up sons, raising up two sons, one of whom was was uh, rebellious, and then my health. I had four issues that that really made me completely broken. And so what I learned, I, all I knew is that I became desperate and I needed to meet with the Lord. And those 288 day, straight days of meeting with the Lord gave me a foundation that has not been, has not been reversed. I'm connected to the Lord regularly and, and meet with Him regularly as, as well. What I did discover was that there, there's four states that we that we are in, can be in. And there's uh, the first state is defiance. There's a lot of people that are in defiance, particularly those who don't know the Lord. But there's many Christians who 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 think they know the Lord or say that they know the Lord, and they're in a defiant stage. They really don't realize that they've carried on. A, a defiance and they they have not grasped who the Lord is. They certainly haven't been adopted in sonship. And then um and then there is a um a a distant dependence that people practice. So there's defiance and then you can move into hey distant dependence and that's when oh gosh I'm in trouble. I need to I really need the Lord. And it's only when times are are troubled for people that they call on the Lord, that they want a dependence on the Lord, and that's what I call distant dependence. And then there's what the Pharisees practiced, which I call dignified dependence. And they played the game and said that they are dependent on the Lord, but all it was was a, was a, a show. And it was a dignified dependence that was not a real authentic dependence on the Lord. And then what I discovered during my time of brokenness and what I apparently moved into was what I call daily desperate dependence. And and that is when life trans- a transformation begins to take place when we recognize I'm desperately dependent upon the Lord every day as opposed to I need you from a distance or I need you some or I can put on a show as if I need you but don't really need you. So I, I believe when we come to the daily desperate dependent state, sonship, we're more apt. 
we long to be adopted. We long to, to operate as an adopted son or daughter. In, in regard to the power of God in my life, how did, that, how did I move from a principle-centered Christian into what I believe, a, what I call a presence-centered Christian? The way I, I love to teach that is that, the, it, is that the Pharisees had the principles of God down pat. Jesus came into their midst. His presence, he, he was present with them. His presence was there. And yet they so loved the principles of God that they missed his very presence. I was broken, so I was having this relational intimacy with the Lord and and learned uh, sonship. I began to encounter his presence and and begin to discover, wait a minute, I must be in connection with the Holy Spirit. So I began to read some Holy Spirit, some books about the Holy Spirit <clears throat> and begin to realize I'm I'm actually interacting and having connection with the Holy Spirit. And I began to get prompt I I would call them promptings at the at the time. Wow. I'm getting where did that come from? I'm getting a prompting. I'm I'm seeing things. I'm understanding things and and um and so what I begin to realize is is if I'm in his presence, not only do I get transformed, but what will be a fruit of being in his presence is his principles. So if I'm truly in his presence, in love with his presence, like experiencing his presence, the principles of God will be a byproduct. But I could have the principles, uh, again, practice the principles of God and have no connection with his presence, as is, as did the, the Pharisees. What I personally experience and what I love to teach and impart to people is let's uh, experience his presence. So I love to facilitate his presence through, through what I feel like is, is effective. And when people experience his presence, their lives are transformed, their lives are touched, they, they begin to move into a transformation process, and then they begin to love his principles. And so, therefore, uh, a son and a daughter will love his presence, and the principles will be a, a wonderful byproduct that then both begin to be manifested in their, in their life. Psalm 1611 says, says, in his presence is, is fullness of joy. And so when we're in his presence, joy uh, be, it becomes a part of us. And then as we walk in joy, Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So as we walk in and as we experience his presence, uh, there's fullness of joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And then if I really understand uh, uh, sonship, I know Ephesians 2.10, I'm his workmanship, which is a I'm a son of the Most High God. And uh, I'm his workmanship created to walk in the good works that he's prepared in advance. So I want to be listening to the Holy Spirit. What are the good works? So one principle, I'm in his presence, and a principle is, wait, he's created good works. So what are those good works? So I'm called to be a salesman for this company, or I'm called to be a technician for this company. Then then sons and daughters begin to ask, what are the good works that you prepared for me in this in this company? And 
then it might be, hey, I want you to love on the people here. Well, there's that principle is love the Lord, lo, uh, love the Lord your God, and and love your neighbor as yourself. So there's a, a principle that comes forth. It might be a principle of do your work heartily as unto the Lord rather than for men, and so so His presence um, reiterates or prompts you with, hey, do your work heartily. And so there's an increase of the kingdom that God has already prepared. The question is, will we recognize that it's him who does it through the power of the Holy Spirit and that we can be participants? So I count it as a son of the Most High God. I get to walk as a participant in the increase of his kingdom. And as I look back on my story, I see that that's, even though I wasn't even fully aware of what was going on, I got to walk as a participant in the advancement, in the increase of his government, of his kingdom. And uh, I'm blessed for it. Thank you for listening today. Our mission is to revive the church to the power of a spirit-filled life. There are several ways you can partner with the Unseen Story. One, pray for God's leading as we pursue more of the Unseen. Two, subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Three, share this podcast with your friends. Four, contribute financially at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much and have a great day.